You're listening to the Veteran Etc. Podcast, as there's always more to be said about a veteran. Join your host, Mike Kim, a veteran, ex-monk, season war trauma therapist, and writer, as he shares his years of research in veteran readjustment culture and the meaning of warrior life. Now, here's your host, Mike Kim. Veteran, etc. This is a show that deals with veteran culture and the culture of readjustment post-military. On this show, we look at the events, the personalities, the situations that are tied to the military and the veteran experience. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Mike Kim. Today's episode is focused on the understanding of veteran legacy. A lot of people are not familiar with veteran legacy. I think we look at in kind of imposed veteran categorization from society. And in many ways, that marks our legacy as veterans. But I would say that a veteran legacy is far more than looking at simply what type of decorations you received in the military, what type of honors you received in the military, what was being said about you after your military service, what was written about you after the military. All of that is something, but I would say there's something more to be said about that. And that's why I wanted to kind of look at on today's audio essay, Veteran Legacy. I wanted to look at this reality because who owns the legacy of a veteran? Is it the state? Is it the United States government? Is it the VFW post that the offered the funeral assistance after you passed away as, as far as the, the, the cer- ceremonial aspects of dying and being a veteran. Is it your DD-214? Does that, does that say much about your veteran experience? Well, why I thought about it was with this conversation that is beyond the, the audience here, but goes into the realm of a one-on-one call that I had with my friend, Rudy Reyes. Now, Rudy has been busy these days because he's been filming the show Special Forces on Fox, and that will come live January 4th. But it was interesting. My call with Rudy doesn't really have to do with the show Special Forces, but it was dealing with or dealt with the issue of legacy. And I pose a question to Rudy, what what is the issue of, of veterans and their legacy? And uh, I had said to Rudy that he has done a lot for the veteran community and oftentimes is not nice for his contributions. And those, what could I say? That lack of recognition, that's part of legacy. People aren't 
familiar with the different things veterans might do to help one another. And that goes beyond an organization, a veterans organization that goes beyond the federal government. It's an issue of vets helping other veterans. And I don't want to have that as like a cliche, right? Because you can also be one of those who are veterans who neglect or abuse other fellow veterans. And so that has to be recognized as well. And so your legacy as a veteran has to not just focus on what you did in the military, good, bad, or ugly, but it's kind of how that R&B world saying, how are you living, right? How are you living? And, and that's, I think, the key question toward veteran legacy. What have you done since your veteran experience? This makes me go back to the show Band of Brothers. As you know, I have reservations towards the series, though I like the series. I am critical about the series. I'm, I'm also a fan of the series. The thing with Band of Brothers, and you've heard me say this, and that is, not every military experience is part of the band of brothers embrace. In other words, not all of your buddies from the military end up truly being your buddies. And so that's one trope and myth that can be unpacked on, on another show. But here, you know, we talk about veteran legacy. And I think the question is, What have you done since the military? You might have been the greatest warrior, but what are you doing to represent the veteran community uh, after your military service? I think that has to be a question for all veterans after their military time. And if you're one of those veterans who did make mistakes in the military, or you missed your time in a so-called big war. Recognize that your military service is something that's part of your veteran legacy. Now, it's how you live in the world post-military that can make that shine or make it dull out. And so you have power over that. You have power in your own life to make a positive impact after your military service. Some end up making a negative impact. But I'm trying to encourage those to weigh in on the reality that if you're a veteran, you do have a legacy. And the question is, what type of legacy are you going to make? For example, those who were a part of the massacre in the, the Korean War, the No Gun Re massacre that occurred in 1950, where are saying that several hundred billions were killed, mostly by airstrike. Now, with legacy, it's really interesting that though American troops were involved in that horrific massacre, uh, it's a massacre that the U.S. government has not fully recognized, yet they are po- apologetic about. They do not fully recognize the massacre because they've stopped the investigation of the No Gun Re massacre. Now, why why I connect No Gun Re to the 
continued the veteran legacy. I can sit and say that one can bash the troops that were involved in that massacre, but I want to go beyond that. And I want to see if there's anything else there within the warrior veteran narratives of those from the 7th, 7th Cavalry who were involved. And the veteran organizations tied to the 7th Cavalry of the Korean War and others did go and assist the Korean government and, and other folks on the ground in Korea to provide a validation and accuracy of what went on at No Gun Reef. And this, I say, is important as far as understanding veteran legacy. One can be caught up in errors, mistakes, etc. while in the military. But it can be your job as a veteran after you get out to make a difference. Even if you were a stellar warrior, I know a lot of stellar warriors like, like a Rudy Reyes, like a John Wynn Bay, and many, many others, Steve Garrett within this Force Recon community, who were tremendous warriors. But at the same time, some of my classmates from Norwich University that have done incredible things, like DiDomaso, Tom DiDomaso. Several have gone on to, folks that I know have gone on to just do incredible things. Captain Ramsey Hawassley, who, who made 06. I grew up with him. It's not like he went to an academy or anything like that. And he rose the rank to 06. And it's pretty incredible when you think about that. And then you think about what happens after the military. What type of lives unfold after the military? Because your military service isn't, if you're a veteran, isn't the only thing that defines you. Look at those who were involved in, like I mentioned earlier, that massacre, the No Gun Re massacre. How about those veterans who did not assist those Korean authorities in understanding the nature of the massacre? There's no guilt that I place on those soldiers that did not help. I just pose the question, are you the best veteran you can be? I pose that not just to those veterans, but to myself and to other veterans of all eras. Are you the best possible veteran you can be towards yourself, towards your family, friends, and larger community. Veteran Etc. invites you to join us again with your host, Mike Kim, every Sunday. If the content from this podcast is informative to you, please share the podcast with others. Give a like and or post something you learned from the episode on social media. If interested in other truly informative podcasts like Veteran Etc., check out cominghomewell.com for a listing of other veteran-based podcasts. Thank you for tuning in.